To be a wordsmith is defined as a person who writes, an author, a journalist, a person who commits their thoughts to paper. But I believe it is so much more. The ability to craft a story, to change lives, transport the ordinary life to an extraordinary place, to put words on paper and awaken the imagination in ways that the reader never dreamed possible. Yes, to have the ability to see what isn't there and make you see it too. To awaken the senses in new and amazing ways like feeling a cool breeze on a hot summer day on your cheek. To smell wildflowers as they bloom. To taste a delicacy on foreign soil. To feel like you've never felt before. Touching places long forgotten. Connecting your soul in new ways. That's what writers do. It's my pleasure to host Carolina Writers Speak, a new podcast, a chance to hear actual writers' voices, hear what inspires them, experience their trials and their struggles, and realize that we all have a story and it's worth telling. Hi, this is Rose Cushing, host of Carolina Writers Speak podcast. My guest today is Jackie Dove Miller, and Jackie is a poet and an author, and I know you're going to enjoy learning about her journey and listening to some of her work. So Jackie, tell us a little bit about you and how you became an author. Uh, good morning, Rose, and thank you for this opportunity. Um, I, I got interested in uh, writing itself uh, when I was probably about fourth grade. Um, my teacher had us to write a story. That was the first story I ever wrote. Um, but I was an avid reader and therefore I, I found writing to be um, almost automatic. And uh, my teacher liked my story so much that she had me walk across the hall and read my story to the fifth graders. And then I got interested in poetry in ninth grade. And uh, was inspired by, um, I'm sorry. That's okay, the, the mantra. Oh, yes, yes, yes. from Jesse Jackson, as he uh, inspired listeners with uh, the mantra, I am somebody. So the first poem that I wrote was entitled, I am somebody. And from there, I would write, you know, poems just every once in a while. Uh, in college, I wrote uh, several, and then uh, after I got really, really interested when I started going to summer workshops from the encouraging place, and those place, those uh, it was a workshop for women as a safe place for them to come and share and be themselves and feel safe, and they would tell their stories and. Uh, for my first book were inspired by the stories that I heard these uh, women tell. And that first book was entitled Some Things I Just Know. So from there, I just got really interested in doing spoken words. And so from, I think, 2007 on, I've been publishing um, my work mm-hmm. and, uh, and performing my work. Now tell me a little bit about 
performing your work and the spoken word. Um, for folks that may not be familiar with it, it's a, another outlet for uh, writers. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes, pieces you could read for me? I'm so unfamiliar with this, and I know this is a question out of the blue, but do you mind? Uh, I don't. Uh, the spoken word can be uh, longer than, you know, just uh, regular free verse or rhymed poetry. Uh, but here's one that's not so long. Okay. It's called, I, I was born for greatness. I was born for greatness at home, at play, on the job. I didn't pray for greatness. I was a thought in the mind of God. So when trouble came, singing rains refrain, I kept saying that God's master plan was for my good, and each rainfall would be understood by God. I felt my greatness, but when people thought I ought to conform, I questioned, I doubted, I searched and cried. I wondered about the passion inside. If it was truly God's gift given me to uplift, forgetting that the door in which I only stood was opened before by the shedding of blood. So I sat on my greatness instead of story like I should. But again, God called me to greatness, and I believed. He breathed my name, planned my game, and cleared the lane for my success. So instead of wallowing in life's pain, I stood and claimed my resurrection, tearing myself from the trap of fear, freeing my mind from the grip of doubt, and finally stepping out on the premise that if I was going to be great, I better get started and stop this half-hearted attempt at fitting in, content with mediocrity. To claim my greatness, I let the ghost of facade that Joyce was involved. No, I know my greatness was destined that was really really cool thank you well, tell us a little bit more about your books okay well I, the first two of my books were inspirational poems and that poem came from just some things I just know uh, so I have two books of inspirational poems some things I just know and things and possibilities and 
ways, and I wish I'd known that then. Um, and I have uh, my fourth book, I think, was entitled Thinking Out Loud, and that's a combination of uh, poetry and prose. I, periodically, I actually write a short story, and I, but I didn't have enough for a whole book, so I had some short essays, some uh, creative nonfiction, and uh, some poetry. And so I did, I, once I put all that together, I had enough for, for a book. Uh, and the my memoir is entitled Breathing New Air, A Spiritual Transformation Through Divorce. Uh, and that was the, uh, it took me about 20 years to write that book. Uh, and it is about this, my divorce back in one of your favorite poems?
another one of my inspirational poems. It's called For My Good. Life chilly winds blew fiercely, and I had to stand them alone. But a fire started inside me, and my will to survive grew strong. I stood at the foot of a mountain, afraid I could not make the climb. But each step forward made me stronger, and I grew sure-footed over time. Some days were long and lonely. Dark clouds sometimes hung overhead. I thought the dark would consume me, but I learned to speak through it instead. What seemed obstacles to my success became my stepping stones. They forced me to hone my gifts and skills so I could soar on my own. A mountain, dark days, a chilly wind could have pushed me back like the tide. But when, when times began to overwhelm, I looked to the power inside. That's what God called surrender, acknowledging my servanthood. Then God can use my obstacles in his plan designed for my good. You know, I was never a poetry person until I heard yours. And your poetry never ceases to move me. Well, that just makes my heart beat so strong. And, Thank you. And I'm not a big reader, even though I love to write. But I would I would love to buy some of your books. And when we see each other again, I will definitely make that happen. Because your poetry is just incredible. some poetry workshops can you tell us a little bit about what what kind of things you teach in those and do you have any coming up uh the last one i did i think was last year uh, and I, I don't do them very often uh, but usually uh we sit around and talk about a specific subject and i may have some some samples uh, uh, for instance, if I wanted them to, to write a metaphor poem, I would have a sample metaphor poem, and uh, maybe a, a couple. And uh, whatever we talked about in that, in that, you know, those those minutes, usually they're related to uh, self. You know, mm -hmm. I want you to dig inside of yourself and say what you need to say that would come from your heart. So I would give, you know, some um, first lines and then say, okay, now you say what you need to say about that line. Um, I might play some, some music, a song, and, and have them to write related to themselves about that particular song. Uh, but <laughs> uh, Often people are uh, intimidated by the idea of a poetry workshop 
out that they actually have something to say uh, that comes out, you know, poetically. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people think that poetry has to rhyme, and of course it doesn't. Uh, free verse doesn't require rhyme. It just requires a rhythm. And, you know, that's much easier than trying try to rhyme. Yes. So what do you think is the most important part or the most important lesson a person that wants to write poetry can learn? What is the one thing that you feel like is the most solid thing to have in your foundation? Uh, the most solid thing is to have something to say. And whatever it is that you have to say, just say it. Uh, worry about the form later. But, you know, say what you need to say, say what comes from your heart, and and then put it in some kind of uh, format. Good advice. As you were, <clears throat> excuse me, losing my voice this morning. As you were coming along as a writer, what did you feel like was your most difficult obstacle that you faced between beginning and, and becoming published and feeling good about your work? Uh, just publications trying to get uh, traditional publishers interested uh, in my work. Uh, I sent out a, you know, a lot of queries early on and um, got a lot of rejection letters. Uh, and then when the computer came out, when you know the internet came out, <laughs> uh, I, I would send out queries and never hear back from them. Uh, and that was very distressing because I really did think, you know, I had something to say and that people would respond if they had an opportunity to read what I had to say. Um, and so my, my, um, you know, I didn't, I stopped trying to query for a long time. And, um, the other thing that for me was, uh, that still is difficult for me is uh, marketing because I'm not that kind of person. That's not my gift. It's not even an interest of mine. And so uh, I don't market well. That's all I can say about that is I don't market myself well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the hardest part, no doubt. Right. So what advice would you give to folks that want to become writers and be published? <laughs> Don't expect to grow rich. <laughs> yeah. Even with traditional publishers, uh, unless you become uh, a, um, what is that person called, a, a number one bestseller? Right. Uh, yes, you're not going to grow it, the, uh, I think the, it's not even a 50-50 split with a traditional publisher, you might get like 30% right. of, of your, um, what you sell, and so, so, um, I, I think the, your agent gets into 50% and then the company gets the rest, so don't think you're going to become rich, just be Putting your gift to work and sharing it with as many people as 
Good advice. Really good advice. So, Miss Jackie, all the things that you've accomplished in life, what's left on your bucket list to do? Uh, well, I really probably would want to travel. Uh, once upon a time, my, my uh, big bucket, uh, number one on my bucket list, list was I wanted to be on Oprah Winfrey's show and, uh, you know, talk about my book, so recite some poetry. Uh, I just, that was my goal. Mm-hmm. Then she, and then she went off the air. Yeah, right. <laughs> strong proponent to getting the open mic um, started in Franklin County. So tell us a little bit about the open mic idea and how folks could put something like that together in their neck of the woods. Oh, wow. That's it's easy to do. All you have to do is tell people you're going to have it and tell them to call. But uh, we were planning one for uh, Sunday, June 19th. And our subject was going to be any aspect of freedom. However, we had to cancel it yesterday because uh, our proprietor is ill, the person who owns the establishment is ill. And uh, so we, uh, we're, we're putting it out. We'll, we'll come back and do it. But uh, all we do is, uh, you know, put, we decide whether or not we want a theme or not. And we were doing the theme only because we were doing it on June 19th, with is Juneteenth, the celebration of the end of slavery in the United States. And so, um, but often, other times, we don't have a theme. We simply say, you know, anybody who wants to, you can do poetry, you can do music, you can even read, you know, a chapter from a book, uh, but any kind of uh to do this or um, a pub so that there will be a kind of a built-in audience? Well, 
And it's great for their business as well, because you're bringing a lot of folks in that would, might not normally have gone there. So good idea. Win-win for everybody. Right. Well, I've really enjoyed chatting with you this morning. I appreciate your time to be on the show. Anything else you want to leave our listeners with for thought? Uh, well, we are, I am a, a member of the Franklin County Art Council, and we would love to have uh, people who are interested in the arts uh, to check us out. Uh, we're on Facebook, so check us out on Facebook, Franklin County Art Group, Franklin County Well, thank you so much, Jackie, and thank you guys, as always, for listening. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Everybody has a story. Just let your mind drift away and find yours. I know it's out there. What are you waiting for?